Welcome to the Restarted Israel Rising podcast series. It's been a while. You know, when I first started these a few years ago, it was during the Obama administration, and I felt, as many others did, that the events of the Arab Spring and the pressure Obama was putting on Israel was fast-tracking the end of days. I mean, after all, you had a uh, Shiite-friendly um, uh, Muslim-raised president in the White House. What, what better end-of-days events could you possibly ask for? And all of a sudden, President Trump upends conventional logic and wins. And, you know, I took a step back. Because after all, we understand that the Gural teaches, and, and, and so does Rabbi Nachman and many other people, and, and you know, Rav Kook lays much of his uh, uh, philosophy on, on this, that the, the initial stages of the redemption will mimic Ezra and Nehemiah, and, the, and ultimately the Purim story. And, and of course, now we have, all of a sudden, a pendulum swung, and we have a, the most friendly president Israel's ever seen. So... I took a step back and, you know, I thought about it, that it couldn't be that simple. It couldn't be that it's just about political sovereignty. And I'm, I'm restarting these podcasts ultimately because I think it's self-evident that we're reaching this grand conclusion, you know, and, and, things, and because of this, things are getting bumpy. You know, it seemed fast-tracked. President Trump was going to let us annex what we want. Um, he recognized Jerusalem. He gave us. He, he recognized our annexation of the Golan Heights. What more could we ask for? But the redemption is not just about sovereignty over the land of Israel. It's a large part of it. A large part of it. But it also depends what we fill that sovereignty up with. Because after all, a vessel without anything in it is empty. And our job here is not just to take sovereignty and make another Western capitalist society, a consumerist society, that is... That, that is not focused on, on the divine rectification of the universe. Because our sovereignty is a little different, right? Our sovereignty is dependent upon what we, what we, how we use it in terms of God's plan. So I've been on the lookout for a black swan event ever since President Trump took office. Now, I never could felt it could be that smooth. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think so. The coronavirus is shaping up to be that event. You know, just think, imagine it, 10% of the world's population right now, because of coronavirus, is on some sort of lockdown or in a quarantine. That's right, 10%. 700 million Chinese are on some sort of lockdown or quarantine. That's a staggering number. China makes up 16% of the world's economy. When SARS came out in 2004, it was only 4%. 16% of the world's economy. Just, just imagine that. This is having a drastic effect. South Korea is now being affected. Their economy is on free fall. Wall Street is in the opening bell today. And this is, this is upon this recording. It could be changed drastically. It's anywhere between 600 and 850 points down. Things are stalling. Supply lines are freezing. So why is this connected to the, to the redemption? The statue of the end of days, sorry, the statue of the end of the book of Daniel is a global construct. Ever since... We went into exile from the first temple to Babylon. This hegemony of oligarchic control has grown very powerful through all the centuries and thousands and millennia. And it's according to the Hasidic masters that at the end, this, this, what the statue represents this powerful, a powerful abyss of darkness grows so strong at the end. Now, how does it control us? And ultimately through money through the attraction of money, for the sole purpose, sole use of buying products. Let's face it, 
The more we buy, the more we feel we have power. But we know deep inside this does nothing to fill our vessels up. You know, we feel empty. It's crazy. We buy, buy, more buy, yeah, buy, buy, buy. But the end, it's nothing to it. And the forces of evil in this world, embodied by the ruthless corporation, corporations that have utilized cheap labor in China to produce cheap products that in turn pull us in and enslave us to that feeling, the desire of wanting more and more and more. And yet all we are doing when we're buying more and more and more is filling the pockets of the corporations and feeding the emptiness within. We can't really get what we want, right? Like our soul wants something so much more than just these products. But we're distracted. We're completely distracted by this. And right when it seems the world has, has us, all of us around the, around the world, just where it wants us, boom, the coronavirus just comes out. This is why China is falling at the end of days. This is exactly why Rabbi Nachman connects the lust after money with worshiping idols and teaches that it must, this must be removed before the final redemption. China's falling and taking with it the ability to have cheap money and products flooding the world. Unfortunately, many people are dying and many more will suffer due to a lack of proper medicines made in China. And it's only the tip of the iceberg. I just said that supply, China, supply chains are finally freezing. They're just, just halting. Now just think about it. It's not just the medicines. It's not just the coronavirus. Everything really is dependent upon a, a global world that... that trades billions of dollars in, in products um, every day. And if, that's, if that gets stalled for any length of time, the world economy is, will start hemorrhaging. The statue is falling, my friends. It's a global statue. And as we know, at the end of the fall of the king, at the end of this fall, the statues fall, the kingdom of Mashiach rises. Because you can't have two kingdoms. You can't have the false kingdom and the kingdom of truth be here at the same time. You can't have it. It's not possible. So that's why the statue has to fall. That's why the hegemonic, oligarchic, and money-hungry, power-hungry world we live in, this kingdom of falsehood, has to fall. As Rav Kook teaches, right? The kingdom of truth can't rise until the kingdom of falsehood falls. So tomorrow I'm going to dive into the Israeli elections and how this li lines up with this current global chaos growing because it's not just about one thing or the other. It's all intersecting completely together. We have seven days till the Israeli elections. I'll dive into that. I'll jump in that tomorrow. Why that is all part of this and why that is all part of this transition between the vessels of exile and the vessels, vessels of redemption. Shall we bless to... Uh, be safe during the global chaos. Be safe in our homes and be, uh, and be safe uh, uh, surrounded by our loved ones and uh, can keep on connecting to the truth. The redemption is only moments away.